Up everybody, welcome to another episode of Yala. Price weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor. Good old humor. It is the yeah. 4th of July. We're recording on Monday. It oh is yeah, the f- happy, happy happy Independence Day to all our American American friends, huh? Yeah. All Singaporeans in based in America. Yeah. Usually, usually Independence Day is uh, uh they they don't have NDP la, but they do a lot of um on the ground celebrations themselves uh, right? Yeah, it's like a barbecue day where you know you yeah. you grill some meats, watch the fireworks, yeah. get drunk, yeah. and uh yeah la, you 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 don't cluster together for one big ass parade or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe that's not their learn, style. Uh. They don't maybe like. Maybe you like, should take a. Take a leaf from Singapore with our NDP coming back in full force this year. Military parades and directed by like artists, yeah, artists, I mean, and uh, the, hosted by like by artists as well. I mean, the one reason why I feel a bit more compelled to watch NDP this year is because our good friend Rishi Budrani has been unveiled as mm. the I in the lineup of CMIO hosts for this year. He's the I. Yeah, yeah. Shout out I to think he's Rishi. the host, la. I yeah, think shout um, out to Rishi. Yeah, because I, I think um I mean it seems like a very normal thing, but again, I thought it was quite um you know, it's quite interesting that a non media cop uh you know, non actor person was selected for that. I mean, um Rishi acts, uh, but but his his main thing is stand up comedy, la, right? As an art. I mean he, so, he I um, think he's big for, uh, Go on, go on. He's big what? No, no, go on, go on, go on. Hey, you already interrupted me. Just carry on, carry on. <laughs> carry on interrupting. <laughs> I don't know. I just, just finish the line. Fuck, la, it was a joke. Now it's going to lose the punchline and all. Go for it, go for it. No, because you were saying he's not a Mediacorp actor, right? but I was going to chime in and say, I, I believe he got his big break as, uh, on Crime Watch la, as the criminal. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, good, okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the punchline. Got in it, got the it, moment, okay. it made but sense yeah. and it would have worked. Yeah. But yes, please carry on. Yeah, before I was uh, interrupted, yeah, I was just saying that he's not like the typical, you know, like rise through the ranks of hosting and acting in Mediacorp and then finally became popular enough uh, within the, the, you know, the halls of Mediacorp to, to be pushed forward as the host of NDP. Because like, there's always been like the... Joe Kim and, and what's the name? Uh? Sonia, Sonia uh, hosting it because they've risen through the ranks and they're relevant to young people and all I that. I think they're hosting it Whereas, again this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think she, I think Sonia had to take a break last year because of uh, the COVID, COVID, the COVID situation, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she yeah. took a COVID photo during COVID. Um, but yeah, then but Rishi sort of has been just doing his thing for what, 10 over years as a stand-up mm. comedian. And uh, yeah, he never, you know, never... Never really signed the, the the big corporations or anything, and yeah, now he's a host at NDP. Pretty awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, so that would be cool. That'd be cool. But apart from that, how was your weekend, Terence? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I think um, just family time, own time, just sleeping, uh, the mm. very uncle things. I I mean, I I would love to tell you that I, uh, you know, the the opening of Maki was awesome, and it was just so great to. To have partook in, in the, the opening marquee, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like, I wasn't invited. Neither did I have any friends that were going. So yeah, no marquee for me. How are you, man? Uh, well, 
Yeah, I also didn't go to market. It was wedding stuff. <laughs> and I watched Top Gun 2 again. <laughs> again? Wow. Again. You are such a you're such an interesting person to, I know, to do man. the most commercial thing that very, everyone has done very a month open-minded. ago to, to do it again. Always yeah. about new experiences and, and uh, activities. Correct. Mm. But I will say that it was awesome the second time around also. La. And this time I, I went think, with my yeah, fiancé and a friend and it was great. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you look great. out for any specific Easter eggs or anything? Uh, no, 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 no. I took a pee break during one of the slower scenes. Um, apart oh. from that, I didn't really <laughs> yeah. utilize uh, the knowledge I earned from the first first one. I was just enjoying it for what oh, okay. it is. La. It was great. It was okay. great. We, we got great. drunk, I suppose. Uh, no, 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 no. Please. No, uh, no, no. I thought of getting... I think I'm saving all my hangover ability for end of the year. La, during mm, the wedding festivities. Mm. Yeah. To make sure yeah, you stay a, up on your wedding night, la, right? Don't. It's a dwindling... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Given what oh, we last discussed. Cheeky, yeah, Terrence. <laughs> Cheeky, uh, Terrence. It's called cross-referencing. Cheeky, cheeky phrase, yeah. uh, Terrence. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. You gotta make cool. sure you don't end up in, end up in any cheeky situations. Uh. Yeah, la, my groomsmen also better behave. La, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But cool, cool. <laughs> cheeky situations. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Before we, we jump into all the topics that we're going to talk about, is there, mm. is there anything that we need to plug? Uh, we're just going back to the basics, man. If you enjoy this podcast, uh, and if you if it has made you think, laugh, smile, or any other emotions inside, it would be great if you could share it with uh, someone else who may not have heard of us, who may not have mm. heard the podcast, because that's how we grow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. All right. Cool. Cool. All right, some hot topics to deal with. Yeah, Monday, you know Monday, you know how Monday always is, it's the most exciting day of the week and the news also is the most exciting. Yeah, yeah. And what is this, what is this news? Um, we're just, we're just going to be visiting the recent slate of news around coffee shops. Coffee mm. shops being purchased, um, discoveries of $2 chaipeng around the country, uh, then another coffee shop being purchased at a ridiculous price and some, some, Reports from um, hawkers who are just giving like insane accounts of rental increases. Mm, um, mm. And and the reason why is because I guess, yeah, over the past couple of weeks, there have been news that there was a Tempanese coffee shop that was sold for a record 41.6 million. Uh, 41.6 million. Um, yeah. That was middle of June. Yeah. A few days later, a coffee shop in... Mm. Uh, a few days later, was sold for 40 million. And then now, I mean, now the identity yeah. of one of the owners has, has come up, but but yeah, it was just it was just interesting to 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 check in on this, mm. No, I think I think the the correct uh what happened was the Tempanese one was sold about two weeks ago for forty one point six million. Mm. Then a coffee shop in Ishun was sold for forty million. Mm. Uh, and then a few days ago, uh, another. The the buyer of the the Tempanese coffee shop also bought a nearby coffee shop near that one for another sixteen point eight million. Mm-hmm. So mm, so can I just yeah. say that I I got the first part correct la. The way you say oh the correct one made it sound like I got it wrong. You just added all oh, the yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just left out the most recent development. Yeah lah. Uh, yeah It's very different Fair from being wrong. Okay, don't question okay, okay. my yeah, timeline yeah. abilities. Fine. Fine, you've, you've uh, <laughs> omitted omitted certain facts, but yes, 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 correct. Oh uh, yeah, so 
So it's just, but but why why do you think eh, people were talking about it or like articles came out? I mean, property prices in Singapore always going up. What? Um, you know, you always see people buying GCB forty one million, forty plus million. That's about the price of a GCB. Eh? Why is it such a big deal? Mm. Um, I think yeah, probably a lot of people because they've always associated coffee shops with uh cheap cheaper hawker fare la, that is available right around their houses la, right and mm. not in a very centralized place like a hawker center so it's a bit of a, a bit scary to think about the fact that um these huge uh companies are swooping in and and you know buying buying these coffee shops at insane prices because the only way that they make back their money is by raising rents la, right Mm. And once they raise the rents, the cost of that is going to be, surely will be passed down to the consumer as well. So you can say goodbye to, uh, yeah, cheap, cheap, cheapish hawker fare around your, your estate and households. Uh, cause I, I think for, for people who maybe are not from Singapore or don't understand the, the, the concept of a coffee shop, we're not talking about, uh, a place that sells like, you know, um, uh, latte, bagels, and kind of coffee yeah. shop, like, bagels and lattes and, and and stuff with avocado and and and, and all that, like, you know, and truffle mm. truffled mushrooms and all. We're talking about like uh, it's it's really a, a communal space, um, you know, where where maybe they're like uh five to ten different hawker stores, mm. uh, selling different types of uh, food at, at relatively affordable prices to to many people in the neighborhood, like, right? Yeah, and uh, a lot of times these are these places are also focal meeting areas for for uh, people living in the neighborhood. So you see a lot of uncles and aunties hanging out at these coffee shops, whether it's just having a coffee or just watching television because there's a public. I mean, there's a television showing the public channels there, or sometimes even if they if they pay for the rights or football for to, to watch football, you know, you, you you see people gathering there on weekends to watch football together as a communal experience. Uh. So um, I think a lot of Singaporeans are afraid that once all these uh, hawker, once these cheaper options for food are not available to them, then they also basically lose that communal space uh, as uh, as a place for them to get food and to hang out with their neighbours. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just to clarify the difference, I mean, the, the makeup of a, of a stall or what, what I mean, so, okay, basically at his lowest unit, there's the food stall, which is run by a hawker. Mm. And then uh, mm. from Googling and reading up on the NEA and the SFA website, um, a coffee shop mm. is essentially a smaller cluster of stalls. Um, so like what mm. you said, 5 mm. to 10. I think the one in Tampines was 18. Um, and a hawker center is like one of those huge as, you know, Maxwell Food Center, Old Airport Road Food yeah. Center. That's a hawker center la. So the yeah, ones that were yeah. purchased were coffee shops, right? Mm, um, right? So so but but okay. So I tried looking up like what is the the how you say uh, the parameters of these coffee shops because in some way like is it owned by HDB? Is it owned by um, I don't know who owns it or is it just considered like private property? Because they were talking about you know the the rates it was purchased for for like six thousand dollars per square foot. Which you only hear mm. when you're buying like residential property, uh, and all that mm. So, are you yeah. are you aware of of how it's powered? What is the back end, uh, policies and how how it's governed? Um, 
from my basic reading and understanding, and it could be wrong, yeah. I believe HDB owns the 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 land, right? Yeah. Uh, after they've they bought and developed it for uh for public housing, mm. so the land, uh, but but the the land uh that they they sort of uh set out for these communal facilities, uh can be privatized. Uh. Ah, can be can be privatized, so they can be sold off and purchased as 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 uh yeah as as um individual properties to to con- uh, to big corporations uh, like like the corporations that have bought these uh coffee shops. So I see, I see. yeah, there's this. I mean, there's nothing. I think they already then and and currently these prices that they've been bought at they were bought from other private owners. Yeah, they were not bought directly from HDB at these prices, so this generally reflects how landowners are thinking about uh, property prices in Singapore, lah. Mm. So, so mm. I I think one of the reasons also why it was kind of like it it got articles like that is because everybody knows that inflation is at an all time high, prices are increasing, mm. um, because of supply chain disruptions and all that shit, and I think. Mm. Mm. I would I would go so far as to say that I think a lot of Singaporeans uh know that the the or like we have heard this thing where the low price of food that you can get at a coffee shop or a hawker center it is it's going to be tough to last lah right you know I think even the past few years we've been yeah. saying that Singapore is expensive but sometimes we forget how expensive Singapore is because we have access to like three dollar meals which for a yeah. developed city a first world city is quite is fucking hard to find lah right. Um, mm. And it almost feels like, how is this still possible in this day and age? La? So now when you see these kind of things, it's almost like, oh shit, is this the thing that we've been kind of like dreading for the longest time? Um, because when you read articles like this, um, they talk to the stall owners and like um, they, so you hear accounts of like the stall rental moving from like 5k to 10k over the course of a, mm. a few months. I think the last time, there was a changeover in a coffee shop. Let me find the exact article. Um, and yeah. like you imagine, it's it's going up like by hundred percent, no. And quite often, like the stall owners leave. And and one article that caught my eye was like um, the 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 guy who buys who bought the China, the uh, Yishun coffee shop. He promises to mm. not raise coffee and chaipeng prices, lah. Then I was like, okay. Yeah. That sounds a bit too good to be true. And like mm. what you said, like, the company that bought it is this company called Chanching Group. And the guy who said that is Ricky Kok, who's the founder of the, the group. Um, and mm. he established it in 2001. And essentially, it has over 160 shops in Singapore. Amongst mm. that is like chaipong stalls, seafood specialists, roasted meats and all. So when I read the title, I was like, okay, Here's the owner, okay? He's saying he's not going to raise coffee and chai peng. Um, and then, uh, but he also said adjusting rental price, uh, that he will be adjusting rental prices at a coffee shop. La. And I was like, how does that make sense? Yeah. You're going to be adjusting rental prices, but the chai peng and coffee is not going to increase. Mm. But then, he owns a chain or chain of chai peng shops. And most of the time, mm. the owner of the coffee shop, or like, they run the drink stall, la, right? Mm, so mm, he can still keep right. those prices down. But a headline mm. like this, it kind of like, then you realize, oh shit, uh, he, 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 he's saying something that might be true, but what about the rest line? And that's where it feels it's going to be tough for those prices to stay down. 
Yeah. So I, I think, uh, yeah, like, like, yeah, what you're saying is the is a concern that I've also seen, uh, in you know, in comments and all that. Yeah, like, he, they own coffee, they own uh, coffee chains, they own uh, Taipeng stores. So probably for them, they can continue running these these two stores, the drink store and the Taipeng store. Yeah. And yeah, like, they can keep the prices because you know there's there's economies of scale. Uh, given that they run a lot of these stores, like, right? Yeah, but exactly. For every other store. Yeah, for every other store, they'll be insisting on probably raising rents for for the neighbors, and um, yeah, you know it's it's a just a, I guess it's just his way of of you know managing the PR around this because I guess there's a lot of questions of who are these coffee shop owners and shouldn't the government be stepping in to to stop this? You know, not this is the death of hawker culture in Singapore because of landlords and 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 wanting to raise rents, uh, which which is uh, you know I mean. Uh, for for a lot of businesses in Singapore, rent is the a huge expense and, and it's the killer expense, like, right? Yeah, exactly. And and I mean that's where it feels like oh that, and that's why I was wondering what are the, the things in place to keep the prices of this um I wouldn't say regulated because ultimately uh Singapore also needs to be open to to business, like, you know, and friendly to, to entrepreneurs and companies. But then when you see these kind of things, especially because the people who go to coffee shops and, and uh, hawker centers, they tend to live around the area and you only find this in the heartlands, like, right, in HDB estates. So, mm-hmm. so right. it, it it just sounds like, wow, this is, it's crazy. And like, I found a, a quote I was looking for. I think it's the one at Tampanis. Um, So the owner of Zaleha Food Corner, um, she said the rent doubled from 6K to 12K um, since the new owner took over in April 2022. 6K yeah. to 12K, you know. Um, and yeah. she has had to raise prices between 20 cents to 50 cents. Um, don't know whether I can pay the uh, the workers. And uh, amongst that mix, there was a new stall that came in. It was a mala stall. And they said the $12,000 mm. rent didn't deter them. La. But... Mm. I guess it's inevitable that we will see the stalls change in nature. La. Like Mala wasn't a thing like 10, 20 years ago, la, right? Or yeah, it's not a thing yeah. in Singapore. La. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. Yeah, so it just feels like, wow. Like a, and I think, I'm sure you've also been to one of those coffee shops that you know has come up only in recent years where it was, okay, a coffee shop needs to be here. Maybe a central kitchen cooks everything and the people there who, who are working there are not the people who started those stalls. La. And it feels different, yeah. It feels different. Yeah, I mean, I I think the yeah the biggest concern, yeah, is just that it, you know these um these places that used to be very focal points for the community will no longer be there, uh, mm. or, or you know they will just feature very um overpriced. I don't say overpriced, but the atas expensive kind of. Uh, artisanal artisanal food that that uh you can't eat every day either lah, right? And mm. then, so it's just not it's not like you be enticed to just go there and hang out and have a coffee or anything like that lah. So uh, then how but, how are you? Know, you ap- so then how are you approaching this? Are you like you know what this is inevitable? It's it's progress. You know, there's no way we can have progress without stuff like this happening. Or are you like I'm gonna go to fucking eat at every hawker stall I can for the rest of the year as many times as possible. 
I guess I guess one thing uh, is that I have uh, I think uh, the the tough medicine to swallow is that we probably as consumers do need to pay higher prices for hawker food like, if we really want it to be be more sustainable for hawkers like, right mm. um and and you know I, I will get I'll probably get screamed at for for suggesting something like that like, right you know privilege and and everything but the truth is we can't we can't um you can't keep subsidizing uh hawker food and hawker and hawker hawkers forever either you know uh, because there's this mindset that that uh, hawker food is cheap, and it doesn't, mm-hmm. and 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 part of that, you know, in our whole meritocrat- meritocratic society, is that if it's cheap, means that it's it's easy to do, anyone can do it, and uh, you know, it, it, it there's not much skills or or, the, or barriers to entry required to do it, like, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's not uh, coupled with that the idea that it's cheap is that it's also not a respected uh, craft or or respected skill that we are willing to pay money for, right? Mm. Uh, you, I mean, you contrast this with like uh, someone someone in Japan who says, I want to be, you know, a sushi chef when I when I grow up. Or I want to be, a, you know, a, to do sushi or something like that. I think it's completely people around the world who just completely respect, oh, you know, this guy is really dedicated to his craft and, and, and you know, it's, it's a respectable uh, skill and everything that he's learning, right? Mm. Because, you know, we... Because of how sushi is marketed as a very premium food around the world, uh. but then mm. if someone tells you, "Oh, I want to be a, I want to be a hawker. I want to do the best laksa, cook the best laksa ever in the world." Uh, generally, people is like, oh, "Okay, well, if you if your laksa is more if your laksa is expensive and more than five to six dollars, nobody's going to pay for it, uh. mm-hmm. and it's going to be very tough for you to survive." You know, that, that's the general that's the general sense you get from like reading comments and 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 all people mocking almost almost mocking. Anyone, any hawker who dares to to raise prices, that right? Mm. Um. So, but but I mean, unfortunately, you know the 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 in Singapore we tend to price uh price uh, price people's skills based on how much they charge you and charge us, like right? And mm. because because of that, we've always never uh res, res, you know shown enough respect to our hawker culture, and that's why hawker culture. Everyone says is saying that hawker culture will die. And uh, unless unless something is really done about it, it will become uh, probably just a uh, you know it'll be just part of our history lah. That you know that at one point you know we had a hawker culture that was a UNESCO heritage uh, recognized skill and everything. But uh, yeah lah, today here's your here's your here's uh, your your more expensive artisanal toast that that you're willing to pay for. That you're willing to pay twenty dollars for. But uh, every but when it comes to hawker food, we're not willing to pay for it, lah. You know. But I mean, in, um, you bring up and so yeah. I mean, just to just to conclude, I am rambling a little bit about it, but I am saying that they, uh it does take both hands to to clap a bit, lah. You know, if we want to talk about rescuing the hawker culture and all these, uh, you know, these communal spaces like food food courts and all, we need to be willing to uh pay a bit more for this for hawker food, lah. But then the the thing about there is that um, tier of lower income individuals who do rely on low price hawker food, right? Mm. So if it goes up across the board, then they will be impacted mm. a lot. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, there's no one perfect answer to it. But but I mean, a solution there was is to give them more support. 
you know, food stamps, food, food, food vouchers. Stamps, food vouchers. Food vouchers, uh, things like that. I mean, uh, you know, but we can't, we, why, why is it that the, the onus to provide for low-income people falls squarely on the hawker's shoulders, right? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, if we're talking about social safety net, that should benefit anyone who falls in on hard times and all that. That should come from everyone's pockets and not just from the hawker's pockets, uh, right? Mm. So it's not fair that the hawkers, we say, hey, how about the low-income people? But then then, the, then we're relying on the hawkers and, and the legislators to, to create it for them. Whereas for us, like, you, when you take $5, every time you, you pay $5 for a coffee, at Starbucks, take out another five dollars and give that to you know someone who's who's on the street selling tissue la, and that 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 pays for their lunch for the day as well la, right mm, mm. um so so I, I i'm I, again I'm not trying to be to to paint myself as a saint that i I, I give a lot of charity and but I'm just saying that uh I think uh perception the perception of a hawker culture matters a lot and and even the discussion about these coffee shops all that I'm seeing a lot of the same things where people are saying they'll never be willing to pay more than 5 to $6 for any kind of hawker food. And that's why the hawker culture will die and things like that, like, you know? Yeah. So, that so one, it's, I it's think... Just, um, yeah, there, there needs to be some some sort of... Uh, I don't know what in place that allows people who maybe are able to pay a bit more to pay uh, and the people who can't to just still get the same meal. Yeah, maybe food stamps. Maybe... Uh, yeah, I, because... Like, honestly, you know, we have spoken about so much about the Chai Peng Nia office and I'm sure everybody has their one or two hawker dishes where you eat, you're like, wow, this is damn shock. Uh, like, yeah. it's, it's so many places that I've eaten, like, at, I don't know, a, a cafe or a restaurant, the food is nowhere close. And the Chai Peng, we mm. pay like four bucks, right? Um, so, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe there needs to be somewhere. And this is kind of like the the existential question we've all been hearing for years, like everybody wants low quality, uh, low cost hawker food. But then, yeah, like I think what you said, like the impression is like, how can I pay like $8 for Chai Peng, even if it's like amazing, $8 Chai mm. Peng immediately. I mean, now you see headlines, you know, people paying $9 for Nasi Parang, $10 for Chai Peng, all it makes the headlines. Uh, yeah. Because there's the thing, huh, $10 Chai Peng, how is that possible? Uh, and mm. for people who are listening, maybe are not familiar with Chai Peng, which we have said like 29 times in this whole podcast, it is just a dish where one plate of rice and then a bunch of dishes in front of the auntie or uncle, you point uh, at two or three dishes and then they put it on and then they they use their uh, algorithm to decide how much to charge. Yeah. 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 So I, I, think, I think, yeah, it's one of those things like it's almost, you can see it being inevitable that prices will go up. But then... If, like, I guess what is sad or uh, uh, confusing is that we've been having the same discussion for so many years, but mm. to the layperson like me, where I'm not aware of the intricacies of how HDB, NEA, URA, and all are dealing with this, it still feels like, wow, this hawker thing is the same thing and nothing has changed. La. Like, okay, rental prices yeah. go up. Um, it, 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 the, prices, the prices of the food can't go up. And then the hawkers and the store owners get fucked. Yeah. You know what's the scary thing? Uh, mm. Is that, um, you know, like how when you see Joseph schooling, the moment he won an Olympic gold medal, the sort of the whole country sort of got behind this idea that Singapore can also produce uh, world-class athletes and everything, like, right? Mm. And, and, and and we, we you know, wow, there's a, there's a much bigger movement to support Singapore sports, like. 
compared yeah. to pre preschooling. In fact, I would say there was a BS period before schooling and after schooling period like, for Singapore sports. Mm. Um, there's this just feeling in the air that hey, we should support local athletes. You know, with big conglomerates, you know, pasting Joseph Schooling's face all over their products and and. And you know, using using him as a shining example of a Singaporean who was who was made good overseas, like right, and brought yeah. back international glory. So, you know, after the our hawker center was our hawker culture was officially recognized as a UNESCO heritage uh, custom or practice, like right. I can't remember mm. what the exact term was. You would think that eh, that that sh- in terms of like uh, global recognition, shouldn't that be like the that, that's like the near the pinnacle already lah, right? Mm. Um, but uh, yeah lah, there wasn't that same the same enthusiasm to you know like like really, a you know examine uh, re-examine our relationship with with uh hawker hawker centers hawker culture, and think about these things like whether we should we should be paying more if I mean prices for everything around the world are going up. Well, how come our we are so resistant to to changes in hawker prices? And then, and, and, you know, the ingredient prices and all that, lah, right? It's like, what, uh, it's like repeal 377A. Lah. We just cannot. Uh, in what sense? As I mean, there's, there's this, uh, like it's been this way for so long. We are not mm. ready to to change it. Lah. Yeah. We are not ready yeah. to change it. And then it. maybe it is, yeah, the problem it is, it is a political minefield also, lah, right? To tell people that, hey, to to save this culture, you, you, you kind of, everyone needs to bite the bullet and, and, you know, uh, understand that you need to pay more, lah, right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're doing it by raising GST and, and then giving, offsetting it by, by giving rebates and vouchers and all that, lah, right? Mm. Um, so, so, I mean, for hawker culture, even after getting an international accolade, like being recognized by UNESCO, uh, yeah, we're still so like, Oh, you know, hawker food cannot cost more than three fifty or four dollars. If not, it's like nobody will patronize you. You know, but but I will say that UNESCO has the a different kind of buzz than being an Olympic gold medalist, lah. Nobody grows up to correct, get, correct, yeah. I want to grow up to be a UNESCO heritage participant, right? Correct, correct, correct. That, I mean, it is uh, that's why it's a, it's a, it's a culture, and then culture is just harder to to define or to to rank alongside other cultures, like, right? Other yeah. cultural products. Uh. So so that's the hard part about this whole thing. Like. And I think it's you 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 read uh, like KFCito's rants about uh, about ho- the hawker culture in Singapore and, and you get a sense of like you know uh, this 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 frustration not only about the regulatory or the 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 landlord side, but there's also frustration how Singaporeans are viewing our own our own cultural product. Like. Yeah, because I mean, just to go back to the example you brought up earlier about the sushi thing, because in Japan, yeah, sushi is is like a, a, one of their prized exports, like You know, it's famous around the world. It always uh, implies a certain level of quality. But Japan also has their fair share of like the heartland food, right? you know, the 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 stalls in the in the equivalent of heartlands there. Uh, I'm just curious mm. how how that is managed, lah. Like not just in Japan, in other countries as well. The street food, lah. The street food, because sushi, mm, even mm, in Japanese mm. culture, it is still seen. I guess there's a range, lah. You have like the crazy expensive, but the more um, street version of sushi. Um, in Singapore, yeah, yeah la, We don't have one particular dish that around the world people know, like laksa or chicken rice. I remember I brought my 
American friends to eat chicken rice when I was studying there. They're like, why is the chicken cold? Why is your food cold? Yeah. And I was like, shut the fuck yeah. up, okay? Don't insult yeah. the chicken rice. Don't yeah, insult the chicken exactly. rice. But we don't have that one dish that is uniquely like a, I don't know, what, what would you call sushi? Sushi is not a dish. Right? It's a, it's a what? It's a, it's a family of dishes or a way of, I don't know, a way, a cuisine, a style of making stuff. Because you get, you get sushi and then you get a whole bunch of sushi. You don't get like laksa or chicken rice and a whole bunch of things underneath, like, right? But I mean, it's a, it's a full meal, like, right? It's a, it's like a, you can have a full meal just by eating sushi, like, right? Yeah. So, so it's a bit like, I mean, it's a, I would yeah, consider it a dish, like, right? Like, you know, can be a lot of different types of fish or, mm. or rice, but ultimately mm. it's the same pattern, the same way it's served and everything. Like. It's a, yeah. So I guess, yeah, sushi, according to Wikipedia, is a Japanese dish prepared of vinegar, rice, with some sugar and mm. salt accompanied by a variety of ingredients. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Oh, sushi was only apparently invented in 1824. Mm. Wow. So in about yeah. 200 years, we can expect to have like laksa across the world. Oh, just gone forever, you really, know, in its current iteration. Wow. <laughs> sad, sad, sad. Yeah. Sad, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. So I mean, I I don't know, man. It's a it's a tough one, It's a tough one. It's a tough one. We're not here to say that. Landlords are the worst thing in the world and, you know, free market is the worst thing. But at the same time, none of this is sustainable. Uh, yeah. I know I know. we have at least one resident hawker, Yala Butter, who has chimed in on our Reddit mm. in the past. Um, so we yeah. would appreciate your thoughts or if anyone else has any other thoughts on this issue or would be willing, us, willing to inform us or educate us on things that we're not the most familiar with, please just yeah. head on over to our Reddit. The link is in the show notes. Yes. But that Wonderful. said, you know, uh, you know, we we talk about appreciating talent uh, mm. in Singapore, and sometimes we we don't appreciate our talent unless it's it has made it overseas and come back. You know, but in the cases that we do appreciate uh, local talents, right, uh, mm. we are just as quick to also tear them down, right. Mm. Um, mm. So this is this is in relation to our second story, which yeah. is uh, what is this story, Harish? Um, it revolves a certain busker called Jeff Ng, who in recent weeks, I believe, has suddenly become like super famous. Um, I never mm. knew of him um, until just a few weeks ago when I saw pictures of the crowds watching him perform at the Cathay in Singapore near Dobi God. And I think like just maybe two weeks ago, there were 4,000 people who showed up for mm. to watch this busker, Jeff Ng. Um, he's been a he's a he's a musician who's been in the industry locally for quite a few years. I think since 2014, 2013, 2015, and yeah, he has dreams mm. to become a musician. He started uploading his videos on TikTok, and when things opened up, crowds could gather. People started watching him play play la, and it started to get a lot of momentum. And I was like, oh shit, who is this guy? Four thousand people to come watch him, and he was talking about holding a concert in August. But then just over the past few days. Um, mm. certain accounts uh emerge about his his uh behavior before he got famous like, as a musician. But the thing, the straw that broke the camel's mm. back was an account by his ex girlfriend. Um, it's like a three thousand word uh mm. Facebook post on first July, where she starts off yeah. by saying that he's the worst person he has ever she's ever met. And she goes on to account mm. the um, 
her experience has his her experiences has his partner of almost three years lah, and yep. uh, she was saying yeah he was very abusive, manipulative, and just screenshots of how he would miss call her like twenty times in the middle of the night and how it seemed like a very toxic relationship lah. Um, mm. and then since like since this past weekend he was supposed to perform on Saturday at the Cathay and he announced a last minute cancellation because of the rising numbers of COVID. But mm. who knows what happened? And yeah, that's mm. that's where it's at now. Like, like what you said, like, like uh, his has quickly as he became famous. Now he's almost what is he cancelled? Is he cancelled? So that's where mm. we're at, lah. Pretty pretty crazy, eh? Fast, such yeah. a quick turn of yeah. events, eh? Yeah, and there was even someone who posted. I think I think the spiciest. Uh, article that covered it was Asia One. Uh. Asia One, uh, like they cover news, but they also quite gossipy. Uh. Mm, they had yes. screenshots from the ex-girlfriend, but also posts of people elsewhere, like on Reddit, um, saying that from a, a anonymous musician saying that he's he's quite the diva on the circuit and venues rarely accept him uh, because he would scold patrons if they talk during his set and all. Mm. Then his yeah. current wife yeah. replied to the post by Lina Ang Saying that, oh, you know, he has a changed man. He's a wonderful husband. Then she also kind of scolded in the comments. Yeah, but scolded by in what sense? Um, like people saying, oh, you should, uh, you should keep quiet because you are also very proud and um, high, and you are equally arrogant when you treat the retailers, customer service, or frontline. Coming to a retail store, you do not want to join the queue and expect to attend, be attended immediately like your husband. Um, mm. so yeah. So that's that's the context. But what are your thoughts, Terence? Um, I mean, it's I was pretty impressed that uh, that you know during COVID and everything, I mean post COVID lah, he's been able to to rack up quite a, a large audience at the cafe. Um, in, in recent weeks, the a lot of news circulating the cafe has generally been bad news. Um, that the cinema, the the cafe cinema. Uh, at the cafe is going to shut down uh, and be replaced by by a pop up by the projector. Um, mm. You know, there's just general the general vibe is that a like nobody is going out to these places anymore. Nobody is watching movies. Nobody's hanging out at that area that's that stretch uh, between the cafe and and uh, so is it Sota Sota is there, right? Yeah, the school Sota. of the arts. Yeah, yeah, and and that place has a you know we I think you and I we got a lot of memories of that that, that space because. Actually, we filmed quite a lot of videos in that whole area before, lah, right? Mm-hmm. In, in all Correct. the years that we were doing YouTube and all that. So, yeah, I, I felt generally quite sad. But when I saw the videos of um, how he was able to attract a very large group of people to 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 there just to hear him busk, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. If like he's you know this um homegrown uh singer who started from a uh, busking in around Orchard and then now is starting to get noticed and getting his due, not at a very young age of like 19 or anything, but at the age of 32, after, mm. you know, plying his trade for 11 years in bars and, and all that. So I was, I, was, I was like, wow, this is a pretty cool story. Uh, like if he, he he actually makes it big after this. Uh, but yeah, this, <laughs> but when I saw the the stuff being written about him by his ex-girlfriend and, 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 and all that, I felt a bit like, uh, I mean, just maybe it's just, uh, bad timing or bad karma or something like that, like, you know? Mm. Some of these things come have looked to have come back to bite him. 
Um, I think the ex-girlfriend one, I mean, it sounds really terrible, but at the same time, you got to remember it's an ex-girlfriend, right? And you're mm. only hearing her side of the story. And, and there definitely, I mean, there's a reason why she's an ex-girlfriend, right? So you, you kind of need to take that with a pinch of salt. But actually, the other accounts of, of, of how he behaves, um, you know, as, as a as a performer, you know, to to people, to his audience, to other people in the industry, or that 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 to me is a bit more, hmm, a bit more concerning, like, Right? Mm. Um, but at the same time, you know, we've also heard like there are there are people who are very talented who do behave like like a bit more diva, uh, at, at work and everything, lah. Right? Mm. So. Will 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 he be able to survive this this uh, this storm on social media? Let's let's wait and see, lah. Yeah, I mean, that's my thought. Well, how about you? What do you think? Um, I I was curious to see what the ex girlfriend said, and she did go into quite some detail, lah. And she did also put a disclaimer that you know I'm sorry if this post triggers the other victims. Um, and she did say that she never understood toxic relationships until she was in one, and. While I do also feel that, okay, this is just her POV and this kind of he says, she says thing is always tough. Um, it does sound like, uh, I, I've, I've known people in relationships like that. La, and mm. if it's true, it's like, wow, uh, that's not good. But I just mm. found it like, to, to yeah, I, I think it's just, it's sad, but it's also, uh, I mean, no way could I find how many years ago this was, right? Um, mm-hmm. I hope, I hope he has changed, and people are capable of change, lah. If I if I try and you know be optimistic, so when I saw this, I was like, oh shit! Mm. It's like, ah uh, man, uh, it's like this this moment. Unless unless you've been a wonderful person your whole life, it's better to not get famous, lah. Maybe, you know, in 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 mm. some way. So. So yeah, but this is tricky because if she really went through something horrible, also don't want to trivialize that. But oh, like um, yeah, it's it's just one of those you read it, you're like, it's just a uh, shitty all around. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the classic. Uh, a lot of the behaviors that she was pointing out sounds like the classic uh narcissist, right? Was, yeah, exactly, think, exactly. Like you, you, you see, you read this, you're like, okay, that. you either know someone like this or you have heard someone who's done this kind of shit. So mm. it's not too far-fetched. You can imagine it. Yeah, totally imagine it. And then uh, you haven't experienced this kind of thing before, like, right? Thankfully, no. Thankfully, no. But I know of yeah, people I have, in I have, something. I have, yeah, I have experienced in the workplace this kind of uh, people as well. Like. Uh. And, 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 and seen how, the, seen the kind of, uh, you know, the kind of grip that they have on, on their loved ones and everything also. And it's very, it's very poisonous, like, you know? So, mm. um, I, I totally empathize with, with the ex-girlfriend. But, uh, you know, at the, at the same time, you know, there's a... Uh, yeah, we just saw, we just saw like Johnny Depp and, and Amber Heard, like, you know, come out of a very, very ugly uh, defamation lawsuit and everything as well, right? Mm. Uh, in, in some ways, you have to say that this guy is, uh, uh, you know, he, he's getting... Um, his reputation is being dragged through the mud a little bit here, lah, right? Mm. Uh, not encouraging him to 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 pursue any legal action or whatever, but I I I do think that he does need to to yeah, like, answer for certain things uh, uh, in in the in the in the court of public opinion. 
And uh, maybe it's good that his wife has come out and, and said things, but the wife also seems to be getting scolded, like you said. So yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe people who have had more positive interactions with him in recent years uh, can also come forward and, and vouch for him. I think that's always helpful to someone who is not so... Not so, not so invested in his success, like his wife or what, right? Mm. Um, I mean, not much else you can do right now, but in social media, but maybe keep a low profile. But yeah, like, you know, if there are people willing to vouch for you, to to have them also come forward and say something good, uh. But then even then, it's just tricky because to vouch for that person also, um, then you are associating yourself to someone who maybe you. You never knew of the his behavior in other situations or other scenarios. You know, is correct, this correct, this correct, is the yes. musical equivalent of Ivan Lim. You know, the the yes, PAP candidate right. who was thrust yeah. into the limelight, and then people came out saying that, "Hey, this guy's an asshole. He never smiled at me last time." Then he cannot take an off, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, cannot yeah, take yeah, an off. Correct. So maybe maybe this is this is uh you know like how you read about the origins of religion and all religion in some way, like it, it also helped people stay in check, right? Because for fear of repercussions in the afterlife, um, in mm. this day and age, maybe you don't even need to wait for the afterlife. You know, you better be a good fucking person because for suddenly you get your 15 minutes of fame or maybe now it's like 30 mm. seconds of fame. All this shit is going to come yeah. and bite you in your ass. Like. Right. Yeah. So but maybe there's, I mean, there's, there's nobody what? who will be... Nobody is ever... Exactly. Uh, yeah. Completely a saint, right? So, yeah, I mean, even even uh, yourself, myself, and all yeah. that, it's, it's impo- impossible to, to not have anybody have something bad to say about you, like, right? Yeah, exactly. No, that's why we, so, maybe there needs to be a time period. Like, yeah. If it's time correct, period... Correct, I think anything yeah. more than... Anything more than, like, seven years... Like you can't you can't bitch about it on social media anymore, like, right? I would say even five, man. Five years. Five okay, five years, yeah. yeah five yeah. years. But then five years like that, so. if you then there needs to be a level if you were if you never smile at someone six years ago, then anyone mm. complaining can just you can fuck off like. But if you did something much yeah. worse, so then there needs to be a chart of how many years must pass before you are absolved of something shitty you did. Like. And it mm. is in relation mm. to how shitty that thing is. Yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, so... That's right, yeah. So... What, what uh, situation? So how... I mean, what was your... The most immediate thing that you would recommend for Jeff Ng? I think keep a... Keep a low profile for now. Um, really, yeah. But I mean, but he's... He's in the news now. He, you know, he's basking in the limelight. I mean, he apologized already. He, he put an apology already. Mm. And I think mm-hmm. people forget things so fast, man, these days. Um, yeah, yeah. If he comes out now, I don't know, if he comes out now, like, uh, just, there was, uh, some newspaper interviewed the people who showed up for his gig on Saturday, not knowing that it got cancelled, and they said they mm. would pay, la, uh, to, to watch him. Of course, people always say they would pay until they actually have to pay, uh, but, yeah. he still has his hardcore supporters, la, but it has mm. definitely taken, taken a hit, la. And I guess, because mm. I was wondering also, why, why would the ex-girlfriend post something like this on Facebook? In some way, like like any case of trauma, like closure is a is a part of the process, right? Maybe maybe mm. this was cathartic in some way, or maybe yeah, if you feel like really wronged by someone who escaped unpunished and you see them bear the fruits of success, 
Maybe it's like, mm-hmm. no, this cannot happen. I need to, I need to, I need to tear them down or something. Yeah, it's just, wow. and, and that's the issue with Facebook. Like, you just see this come up and then Instagram, but there's nothing more beyond that. Like. And then everybody's just left to plug the holes and the gaps and make educated guesses like us. Like. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah, it's tough. It's a tough one, like, I think, because especially like the relationship one is a he say, she say, like, right? Mm. And, um, you know, what maybe just if anything, like for for him as a as a person, for her as a person as well, um, as difficult as it might be, uh, maybe they need to meet up and just have a a reconciliation about 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 things, Because it's it's clear it's clear that she has not been able to move on, right? Um, or at least she's not moved past the trauma of, of being with him. Uh, he claims that you know, yeah, he was a different person in his twenties and probably treated his his earlier girlfriends differently, which I can can understand. That people do change, that right? People do change from their their prior experiences. It's like sometimes, uh, maybe 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 breaking up with her was the the knock on the head that he required in order to change, and that's why he's happily married today. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, but it, it's very clear that she's not moved on or moved past the trauma that, that he's allegedly inflicted on her. Lah. Yeah. And and uh, I don't know if 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 anything that shows some kind of uh, maturity is for, for, for the two of them to actually be able to talk through their differences and say, you know, I wish you all the best for your life and then vice versa. Lah. And and hopefully not, not slack each other off on social media or be unhappy that one person is doing well, the other person is not doing, and and, and want to pull the other person down, like, right? Mm. Uh, so you're saying we should yeah, get but, get them both on our podcast and do like a Doctor <laughs> Phil? Is it? Maybe that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what our the natural evolution for our podcast. Uh. Mm, you know, it's first like it's yalla but safe space, with, safe space yeah. for them to meet. And it's yalla but between us <laughs> and the news, but then it, it can we can have a sister platform. Where it's yalabad between you and your estranged uh uh human friend partner spouse. Yeah, correct, correct. Where you fight your inhibitions yeah. to do what your gut is telling you, and to bring people together. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, I mean, I I I I feel for Jeff Ng also lah. Yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, there's, there's I, I, I don't know about you, but yeah, I, I used to listen to a lot of the, I used to hang out a lot of these live, live music places, and I see a lot of talented people in Singapore, right? Mm. Like shout out to like the Surath from Reverie and all, you know, who used to play at the now defunct Walla Walla, mm. uh, and then yeah, you know, these guys like 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 Surath was like, if you close your eyes and hear while while you hear him sing, you you think like you're listening to Brian Adams himself, like. In fact, uh, at certain a, points. a recording of his song had more video views on YouTube than the original Brian Adams song, right? Yeah, something like that. He did a cover that ended up like getting a lot of attention, even from like Brian Adams' management himself or something. Uh. Yeah, and yeah. you know, like I always felt like, hey, you know, there's talent like this in Singapore. Uh, if if they did their own originals or what, you know, they 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 could easily. You know, be a be be a household name uh, around the world and all that as well, la. Yeah, yeah. But right, uh, right. a lot of times, yeah, they they just don't get their their break on on social media, like. And it seems like Jeff Ung has got his his break on social media, hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping also that 
that that that he'll he'll be able to survive this current storm and then continue to ride the wave a little bit, lah. Because mm-hmm. there is a there is a route to success from Singapore in in the the Mando pop or Chinese pop scene, lah. Yeah, mm. and I, he, he I, hopefully he can write that. Lah. But I ho- I also hope that if he's really not the nicest person and if those things are true, I hope he has changed. Um, and I hope he yeah. is as awesome a husband as his current wife says he is, lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't believe, uh, you don't believe that there's anything, uh, that all publicity is good publicity, man. That that uh, now that people are talking about him more, even know, as a man. bit of a diva and all that, that that comes with like you know, it's like Steve Jobs has a has a legendary temper because he's Steve Jobs, you know. Yeah, but legendary temper in pursuit of like the best product or computer ever is very different from temper in a relationship where maybe you were emotionally abusing your partner. La. I don't think. I don't think mm. that is as coveted. La. Like, you know, Steve Jobs is an asshole yeah. at work, but he 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 created something magical, la, you know? Yeah, but he was also, I mean, he he practically, I mean, he has such a bad relationship with his actual daughter, right? <laughs> like he... But that one only came, that one came to light later. That one came to light later, right? Later. Yeah, it's it even worse. He hid it for so long. He's such, a, such an asshole to, to yeah, his so, own daughter, refused to recognize her. Correct, correct. So, but but there was like, um, yeah. So he he bought. I think when it comes to personal relationships, if you're an asshole, that one that one hard lah. I, I think that one the publicity is not good, not good. Mm, mm. Any that kind of publicity not good. Any other thing, uh, most other things, I think still can. Uh, I will still vouch for no publicity is bad publicity. But when it comes to personal relationships mm. or relationships with other people, that one tough lah, bro. Mm. Oh, you don't think it should be just. I mean, it's it's a private affair. Should we just be left? To oh them? no, I'm I'm saying like you know you're saying uh the belief that no publicity is bad publicity. I'm saying publicity for mm. your relationships gone wrong. That one, yeah, that one tough lah. That one tough. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think it's, it's uh yeah it's it's I, I think it's hard to to change the public's perception of you as a you know as a bully and things like that lah, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so, now almost. You know, I mean, like, like, like when. What? No, I was gonna say like when David Beckham was in town recently. Uh yeah. I think like uh Jay Rassif and and, and, and Christabel uh, Chua Christabel Chua and uh I think I don't know who else also, but they were just raving about yeah. how yeah, they were raving about how nice he was, like right. Yeah, like, yeah. He was helping right. to move furniture, he was making sure that everybody was uh he got everybody's name or something like that. Like. Uh yeah, like, you know, they 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 really focused on how Nice he was lah, right? Mm. And 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 that seemed to that seemed to go a lot longer in terms of like the the media coverage than than, than anything else he did. So uh, yeah, I guess that that comes to the territory lah. When when you're a celebrity, people are looking at you to just be a, uh, you know, basic courteous human being as well lah. And then that brings you a lot further than than, than anything else lah. So Terence, um, are you a, are you a nice person? Uh no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. That's why I'm not. Maybe that's why I'm not Steve Jobs or David David Beckham or so. Uh, you know. I can't not, tell whether not, you're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, I mean, uh, I mean, who walks around thinking that they're a nice person? That person's probably the biggest asshole out there, uh, you know? Is it? <laughs> I think so. You think you're a nice person, uh, Then you are a big asshole, uh, Probably. No, I think I can be nice. I can be not nice, lah. But I wouldn't categorically say I'm not nice. You would categorically say you're not nice. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I'm a nice person. Yeah, 
Just just knowing the, the thoughts that I have sometimes when I walk around and all that. But la. thoughts different. Right? My thoughts nice also person. all fucked up, man. My thoughts are damn fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then you're not a nice person, lah. Let's just face it, lah. No, that's don't nonsense. Stop trying to be Yo, stop trying to be like the teacher no, pleaser. Don't the give teacher me, pleaser. Don't give me the shit. People are judged on their actions, okay? Uh, yeah, but if Yo, you everyone has if you have self awareness, everyone. Uh, has so if you have self awareness of yourself, you shouldn't be thinking you're a nice person. No, I say and I can be nice. Aspire to try and be nicer. I say I can be uh, nice. In fact, you should stop underestimating ter- yourself, Terence. You can be nice. You can also I'm be not, an asshole, but it's you not can underestimating. Be nice. It's called self awareness. It's called no, 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 awareness. No, you know, you know, I, I, figured, I figured you out. You're saying you're not a nice person, so that you have leeway to just not be nice. Ah, I figured you out. No, you're no, saying no, that. No, so that you I, can be like, I'm, I'm, nice, I'm not nice, what? I'm not nice, what? No, I think, I, th- I think it's important I'm to have self-awareness and not to walk around thinking that, oh, I'm a very nice person, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> no, then that's hey, why you, no, you, like, you can be an asshole say, about things and like, I, I never you know, say I'm very like nice. So, so I, say you just I, got to, yeah. I say I can be nice. Same way you can be nice. Uh, don't don't hey, get everyone can get be out nice. of jail everyone can be that nice. I'm self aware in general to know I'm not nice in general nonsense. if tomorrow, if tomorrow you, have shit, to, you have to lay out <laughs> if tomorrow you have to lay out the books for at the, at the oh, yeah, gates of heaven to nice decide things. whether you get it or not yeah, are you going to walk in and say I'm a very nice guy are you going to do that That's okay see you are quoting me wrongly I said I can be nice. I never say I'm a very nice guy. No, no, no. Can you just uh, tomorrow you have to lay out your books in front of no in front because of the world is not that binary. I'm a nice Paris. guy. You it doesn't nice, mean you're yeah, either yeah. very nice or you're not nice. You can be a rage. What, what, so, but you so are categorically are you? saying you are not nice. So you and can think, be an asshole also, lah. Of course. Of course I can uh, be a okay big la. asshole. That's why I said okay, earlier, what? Yeah. I won't go around saying that I'm a, I'm a nice guy. I never say know? that also. Right? I say I can be nice. Yeah, yeah but you, I won't you, start by saying I won't maybe I okay, maybe I won't start by saying I can be nice. I'll you asked me whether I am asshole. nice, what? <laughs> I, 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 I'm answering your question. Yeah, so, so, so that's the difference between you and me, like you walk no, around no. starting by saying I'm I can be a nice guy. No, no, I no. walk around saying like, I can be an asshole. No, then know? the difference is that's you don't answer questions directly. Yeah, you uh, ask me, am I a nice guy? I say, yeah, I can be nice. Uh, I ask you, are you a nice guy? You say, you're not a nice I guy. Say, no, I'm not. I, I can be an asshole. I can be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's how Correct. I answer and that's how you answer. La. Everyone, no. be the judge. Be the judge <laughs> yourselves of who you think is the nice guy who you think this is the is real nonsense. asshole. You are, you are be your own judge. Twisting, twisting the, 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 the truth of what you said just now. I'm just saying that when you when you when I asked you a question, you said you're not a nice guy straight up and I found that surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, like, it's just, maybe it's a matter of, like, like what we say, the perception thing. Like, I start mm. by looking at the, I can be an asshole. More, yeah. more, whereas you start by, ah, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, I hey, can be a nice guy. I did not, yeah, you I said I can be a nice guy. Because you asked me, am I a nice guy? So I answered directly. Like, I don't go beat around the bush correct, with correct, this correct. false, with this false, like, oh, I'm so humble and self-aware. I'm an asshole. There's oh, different, different you think way I'm of nice, uh, thinking about it. Oh, yeah, it. thank you. I think, but generally, uh, I'm an it, asshole. It, I mean, it feeds very much <laughs> into our, I think, you know, the general, uh, you know, the way we view things also, like, right? You know, I'm a bit more of the cynic and the, and, and the kind of thing about things. Yeah. So even for myself, I also think of it that way. I look at myself and I'm like, yeah, I'm such a such a jerk at times and all that. Yeah, but I also think you can Whereas, be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are occasions probably that I can be nice. Yeah. But it's just, I'm just talking about the self-perception side of things. Whereas you walk around the glass but half full that, or everything. Yeah, but isn't that also not the best like, thing? Yeah, you know, no. I, I'm a nice guy today, that kind of thing. Yeah. 
I can be nice. What's wrong with everything <laughs> yeah, exactly. there? No, exactly. in some so, way, it's also yeah, not yeah, good yeah. that you walk around thinking you're not nice because then when you do a not nice thing, you're like, oh, this is me. Mm. I'm not nice. This is what I do. And that's not good mm. also. Right? I mean, pros and cons both pros ways. And cons, it's pros and cons. Different, but, different way of reviewing things. But the moment yeah. you start paraphrasing what I say, uh, that's <laughs> when I'm like, yo, Terrence, don't be naughty. Uh. Don't be naughty. No, no, that's why I'm, retreat- I'm retreating. I'm retreating. I'm taking it back to, okay, it's just the different ways that we answer the question. Are yeah. you a nice guy? Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. So then you don't need to so, paint yeah. all that other things you said just now about me having like self-awareness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Objection, objection, uh, sustained, yeah. Objection ah, sustained. Okay, okay. Can, can, so can. I'm leaving, I say I, I just leave it <laughs> to everyone. The way for you, uh, everyone listening, how do you answer the question, am I a nice person? You know, you think yeah, about it. Everyone like, should ask I understand yourself, that there are, there's yeah. a spectrum of answers. Harris yeah. is on the I can be a nice guy side. Terence is on the I can be asshole side. And where on the spectrum are you? Right. <laughs> yeah. Where on the spectrum are you in terms of directly answering questions posed to you also? It's a very reflective right. reflective questions to ask. Correct. Exactly. Reflective. I think that's the key word. Reflective. Yeah, reflective. Everyone should reflect. Yeah, everyone reflect. Should, everyone should reflect, yeah. Should right. reflect. Everyone should reflect. But, yeah. Every day, just reflect. Cool, yeah. man. But, yeah, going back to it. Jeff yeah. Ng, I think uh, time for reflection, time for taking stock. And it's, I mean, yeah, there is a COVID wave going around. So that already shows that yeah, he is a bit concerned about uh, his fans also gathering mm, in big mm, groups. Mm. So that's, 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 that's uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good start, lah, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Cool. But All cool. Right. So Talking about questions and, and comments and everything. Yeah. Have you received uh, any shook or nice comment the past few days or not? Uh, I I think the, yeah, I think we, some, uh, but, but then, ho, long time this mm. they posted a, a funny meme about how, how they, they look when they're listening to Yellow Butt in public, la, you mm. know, uh, and then, and then, uh, there were some comments and then, and the responses is, from one from beautiful at, 8182. Why is this true? I really encountered your podcast by accident and discovered the high-level substance and meaningful discussion of all these global and Singapore topics. It's my therapy. Thanks again for your hard work. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's pretty cool that there are still people discovering our podcast mm-hmm. and appreciating the discussions we have, even though sometimes we, we go on tangents about are we nice guys yeah. and things like that. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, these are discussions I enjoy having as well, but uh, they are a bit tangential uh, and, 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 you know, maybe in the future we might, we might try to, to take steps to address why, address these as well. Uh, address in terms what? of like the, con- you know, you know, every, every time we want to go on a slight tangent like that, it's a bit, yeah. it's a bit like, uh, it takes away the time from actual discussion about the topic or so, uh, right? So yeah, uh, we're, true, we're thinking but- about things like that. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm, maybe the the listeners also enjoy those sort of tangential discussions. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying that, yeah. It's just uh, something we, we are cognizant of also. Yeah. There are probably some people who are like, oh my God, these fucking idiots are arguing about who is nicer. Why are they reflecting yeah. this on my Talk time? Talk about self-awareness. Eh? And then the, two yeah, of them, right. the two of them are just spending like <laughs> 20 minutes arguing about who's, who's, who's a nice guy. Who's more self-aware? Who's more self-aware? Yeah. When they correct, all know correct. nice guys finish last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why we are finishing the podcast last. La. You, all your other podcasts will finish yeah, yeah, first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, cool. And we take so long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah my, how about you? What is your one-shot comment? My one-shot comment came 
to us via DM. So I will keep the mm. sender anonymous. But um, they just sent us this website called the flipsite.io, which, um, I mean, it's quite an interesting website. It's, they basically present any hot topic um, and consolidate all the talking points from either side. La. So the mm. most recent mm. one was like the Roe versus Wade. Um, there's, there's different points uh, about from the left and from the right. And the website, they also talk about their, their method for coming up with the, just highlighting the arguments on both sides. La. I think there's a team of researchers mm. behind it. So quite interesting, uh, flipside.io. Um, and flipside.io. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to check it out. And like uh, a lot of uh, news, they just cover both things. And th- this is, this, these kind of websites I always find interesting because this is what you rarely find in media. La. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. I see, I see. Yeah, man. Interesting. So thanks to the That's to cool. the listener who sent that over to us. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Um, and the one yeah, my one short thing is, uh, yeah, my one short thing is, I, I realized that there, there's a bit of a, uh, you know, now would have been probably the time that we are watching the by right lah. Uh, this year was we were supposed to be watching the World Cup at this at this time like, right? Mm-hmm. Typically, it's this every every four years in the summer, but uh, because the World Cup is in Qatar this year, it's actually going to be in the you know what is winter for everyone else in December. Mm. So there's a bit of a dearth of like uh, like sports stories like, now this couple of uh, this couple of weeks, uh, but but thankfully. Even without Roger Federer, Wimbledon has been uh, has been, has had its fair share of interesting stories, mm. and uh, I think right now a lot of people are looking at uh, Nick Nick Curios. I don't know if you know this guy. Yeah, he's the Australian Australian uh, player who who you know he's known to be very talented, but at the same time he's such a brat on court. Uh, mm. He says and does a lot of uh, uh, crazy things on court that that have pissed off a lot of people, but also have win won him a lot of fans. Uh, so um, he's actually playing well, and he's beating like you know very good players like Sitsipas and all that. But every match that he plays, there's controversy because he you know he he does the underhand serve or uh, various things. But the most recent one was like he beat he beat um, the number four seed Sitsipas mm. fair and square. And, uh, apparently, like the Sitsipas refused to even acknowledge him during the handshake. Uh. And Is then, it? you know the yeah, and and in I think in tennis it's a uh, especially at Wimbledon and all the. Is a very uh, you know you 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 need to acknowledge each other like as as players and all that and like just mutual just respect each other right? I, yeah mutual respect but so for City Pass to to not have acknowledged him was a big thing and then they didn't show it on TV they didn't even show that that handshake on TV or anything uh so yeah there was a lot of uh, quite a lot of controversy around it and it's just interesting to to watch um you know how how this. How Nick Curios uh, is is navigating a, a place like Wimbledon, uh, which is all about you know pomp and circumstance and 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 respect and all that. But he is like almost the opposite of that, lah. Did he have yeah. something something to do with the attire also? Like he didn't want to wear the all white garb or something. Um, did he pass? I don't know about him, said something but, about that, right? <coughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. But there's always some interesting story every time he plays. And now he's into the second week of Wimbledon, so. Uh, you know he's gonna go up against the bigger names, uh, So let's let's see how how he does. Uh, I mean, remember he, he at one point he 
even beat Nadal eh, at the uh, what the French Open as well. Eh, you know? Oh, is it? So, so he's he's one of the few guys that that was able to beat Nadal. Eh. And uh, and who yeah. who's still who's still in the running? Uh, I mean Nadal is there, Djokovic is there. Uh, you know a lot of big names, and then there's also the story of uh this the French player Harmony Tan, who mm. started off by beating Serena Williams in the first round, and now she's all the way into the second round of Wimbledon as well. So yeah, she's she's uh uh she's another name that everyone's watching as well. Oh. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. So the, the, but Federer didn't interesting... depart. Federer didn't depart. No, no, Federer's still, uh, still recovering from surgery and all that. I see. So, yeah, I see. Uh, it's, it's, it's some interesting names, interesting stories at this year's Wimbledon. I see, I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my, my one true thing is something that I wasn't sure I was going to get into, but I'm glad I did. Uh, it is the latest season of Stranger Things on Netflix. Have you seen it? Oh. Uh. Uh, yes, yes, I am into it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, was, I, I just haven't spoken about it because I'm waiting to finish it, lah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't sure whether I would enjoy it, you know. And yeah, it it, it felt like th- there wasn't a calling to watch it or something. But then I mm, heard mm. some good reviews and I watched it, and, and I'm like uh, two episodes in, and yeah, mm. I think I think it's there. It's it's good. It's good, and it draws you in and. It's just a story well told and every episode is like a short movie in and of itself. So, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I, I can't, I can't remember the last show I had where after one episode, I'm like, oh fuck, I can't wait till I can watch the next episode. Lah. So, mm. if you also on, like me on the fence, yeah, uh, and maybe you've watched the three previous seasons, give it a shot, man. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's formulaic, but they've, they've made it work pretty well this time around, lah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. They had, they have very interesting. Uh, I think that uh, one of the characters in particular like, is very has been very uh, well uh, thought out and everything, uh, mm. and it, it leads to a very a very uh, iconic moment in in the season or so, like, which mm-hmm. which has led to okay 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 okay, okay, okay yeah 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 okay. no no okay I won't spoil it, but it has led to you know like uh, a you know a song from the past suddenly making it back on the billboard charts and that in itself being a story or so. Lah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm pretty sure you haven't got there yet because you've only watched a couple of episodes. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't got there. But when you get there, then you you understand what I'm saying. And everyone who has watched that scene and you're like, it's okay, this is this pretty iconic scene and all. Yeah. But then now you give me something to look out for already. Eh? There's something to look out for. The whole, I mean, that's the whole idea of Stranger Things. Uh, it's like, yeah, but then it, now it when I see all the these song, references. No, the when references I see the song, everything, I would yeah. be like, oh, okay. It would have been even more surprising if I didn't really know to expect this. But everyone was talking about it on the internet. I also, haven't so seen I that also, everyone. I haven't seen that everyone. Everyone I, is like, any, you open anything, you You're YouTube the first person who mentioned this that I have heard. Then, then Please, you, because you need I wasn't... To, you need to, uh, there's this thing called social media there. Yeah, maybe there, because so. when, when it was happening in the periphery, I didn't take notice. But then now when it's front and center, uh-huh. you tell me... I knew I should have just yeah, told yeah, you, okay, yeah. stop, stop, stop. When the moment you just said, fuck, I no, see no, now. But, but I think, uh, like like you, like you, I was a bit apprehensive about about starting Stranger Things because to me, it's yeah. like, same shit, different season again, like, you know? But yeah. I just feel this season, they've they've done the, the setups and payoffs properly. Like, and and, okay. and, and there, there is character growth. Okay, okay, okay. I feel you're going to give away yeah. something else. 
So, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. so, yeah. So, I uh, just there. watch it and just ignore what, whatever Darren said just now. Just being enthusiastic about your one show thing and, and this is the this is the response yeah, I get. This is this is a backhanded <laughs> shit of my one show thing, though. You're taking away some future shockness that I would have experienced if you didn't mention mention that. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's, a, it's a completely like backhanded shitting on my one show thing. No, it's it's partaking in your one show thing. It's just the idea of a one shot thing anyway. <laughs> it's for everyone to be able to partake in it and then be able to everyone like let's rave about it together. So don't shit on your own one shot thing. Hey, you it's still a backhanded yeah. shit shit on by you. So now this no, is no, even no, more no, insidious it's not, it's not. than just shitting on it uh, directly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, and we will talk to y'all soon. <laughs>